Hello everyone, my name is Christian. Welcome back to Tech Point. Today our guest is Daniel, the founder of Finme2. Hello. Hello, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you. Please tell us what your company does. So we, uh, I have a company, a founder company called Finme2. Uh, we uh, work only with what we call enterprise multi-location businesses. Okay. Uh, we're based out of uh, the small country in the Nordics called Sweden, but we are a global company. We have customers in over 120 countries. Uh, most of our customers are in retail, uh, somewhere like H&M, IKEA, uh, and so on. Of course, Swedish companies, but also large other enterprises that are from other countries. Mm -hmm. So what we do on, on our platform or what our customers can do on the platform is to make sure they have the, the best possible online presence and local SEO. Uh, and to start with, they usually make sure that all their stores are set up properly through Google and Google business profiles. We are in Google search, Google Maps, yeah. Apple Maps, and all the in-car navigation systems and all the social media, uh, uh, all the platforms in, in Meta, for example. So all their stores are found and that they can have all the conversation needed with customers through, through those local uh, operations that they have. That's, that's fascinating. <laughs> it sounds, sounds so great. What is the biggest problem that, uh, that you're trying to solve? The biggest problem we're trying to solve is to help our customer to win over their competitors and make sure that they go to them and buy whatever they want to buy or visit them for other reasons. What are our current products? I saw you, you have multiple products. Yeah, we have uh, the core product is called business listing, which is the first thing you need to do to make sure mm -hmm. that you have all your locations set up in, in on all the maps platform and search and so on. Then we built other, once that is done, we can start pulling data from all those local presence uh, at, in Google business profiles or Google, Facebook pages and so on. So we built other tools. One is a social media tool that you can you can do one post, but it gets posted to thousands of locations if, if you have that. Mm -hmm. uh, and the other two tools, one is for uh, review management and the other tool is a, a customer service tool called Conversations that you mm -hmm. can do all kind of customer dialogues through. So if someone asks for, okay, I want to buy this, I'm in Amsterdam at the moment, where where do I find the closest store? Oh, it's here. Ah, okay. do, you ha do you have that in stock? Yes, we do. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to become an all-in-one solution. Yes. That's awesome. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, what do you say are your most interesting features? The most interesting feature? I think the w actually it, it's a back-end feature that our customers really like. We have the uh, what we call access management systems. Because okay. our, our, our customers are enterprises and they have different people around the world responsible for different regions. Mm -hmm. So they can set this up however they want. So. Uh, this team handles only the, the locations in the US and this team handles locations and, and this person has an app just to use for, for their own store, for example. Mm -hmm. So they can, they can help their whole organization to organize around handling their whole online presence management. Uh, I sounds, think that's the good. most. Yeah, and, and also all the insights we can pull. Search yeah. uh, insights and so on from different search, you know, from Google and so on and so on. It's really appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. And what is the pricing for Pinme2? Uh, the average pricing for us is a thousand, thousand US, but then we have customers that are really small that pay the that pays around 200 US up to really, really big enterprises that pays hundreds. Thousands. And uh, can you walk us through the integrations list that, uh, that you currently have? So you already mentioned Google. Uh, maps, yeah, it, it's business. All, all, all the main uh, search maps and, and social media platforms uh, okay. and, and also a lot of local 
listings networks that are still used for searching for for mm. if you look for doctors in in Ireland they, there's you know a search engine for that so we we integrated with uh, hundreds of different uh, search networks that's smart that's smart and can you tell us a case study i saw you have a lot on your website and maybe you can uh, tell us Oh, the la- I don't even know what the last one is anymore. Our marketing knows <laughs> no. that, but but I can. Uh, we we have quite quite a few different case yeah. studies. I, I love one in Sweden because it's it's very Swedish. In Sweden, you cannot buy liquor in stores, so you have to go to something called Systembolaget in Swedish. The only okay. only one player that can sell alcohol in Sweden, uh, and they 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 had a lot of people just calling to ask if there's open, where are they located, and so on. And they didn't want didn't want that call because it interrupted the people working in the stores. So once we have set up everything and made sure that the the phone numbers were correct everywhere, they were looking for it, uh, and 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 also the ad- addresses and everything was correct. People actually just went to the store. So the number of calls per store went down from fifty a day to around five, just asking for these things, which helped them a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And but the, but the normal case study is actually that we helped uh, a, a big retail chain to grow the, the number of searches on Google by you know fifty hundred percent per year or something <laughs> like that. That's usually what we pick. But I think this is more fun. Actually, yeah. they wanted the opposite way around. And then we also yeah. the, another fun thing is that we were also working with some some military institutions as well, and they don't want their their places on maps. So, <laughs> okay. so it could be so different smart. ways of yeah, using yeah. our our technology. Uh, and uh, do you have any competitors in this space? We have competitors in this space, mostly in the US. Uh, okay. I think that the biggest player in the space is, is Yext. I think they're on Nasdaq. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and then there are Sochi is a competitor, I would say. Uh, Birdeye uh, uh, is a competitor. That's the ones. And then a, a, a German competitor as well called Uberall. And how do you dif- differentiate from, from them? Uh, the biggest difference between them and us is that they are providing technology for both uh, chain businesses, but also for really small SMBs as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but we have focused only on on enterprise uh, multi-location businesses. So our our whole technology stack and our whole organization is built only on towards to help larger companies with many locations. I think that's the biggest differentiator. When did you start the company? When? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There, there, there's no plan for it at the moment, and you know. I know when did it start it. <laughs> ah, when I when I started, I yeah, yeah. were asking when I was supposed to sell no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> I love I love the question though, because it's it's a tough question to answer. No, we started yeah. it uh, eight years ago, so we've mm. been around for a while. And how did you come up with the idea? Uh, we actually did something completely different. We tried to pull uh, location data from from. Uh, Uh, Google and Facebook and, and so on to, to create a widget where we wanted to show different locations where you can go in tra- to travel to and see where your friends has written about it and so on on different networks. Then, but when we tried to do that eight years ago, the location data was so poor about different locations. So we said, okay, someone needs to be yeah. build a sheet sheet <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. For, for map service and social media about locations. Mm. So, so we kind of pivoted into... Uh, uh, this solution we have. Makes sense. And how big is your team right now? Uh, we are 102 people, I think. And have you raised any funds? Yes, we raised uh, in, in uh, we raised around uh, five, five million US. And what do you say was your biggest challenge since starting the company? It's different challenges now 
eight years in than it was in the beginning. In the beginning, of course, everything was product market fit and finding the first customers and so on, different challenges. Yeah. Now it's just scale, scale, scale. <laughs> not to try, trying not to be as innovative <laughs> anymore. Just trying to focus on what what works and to scale that. So at the moment, it's, it's building the best scalable uh, teams and operations and everything around that. And what's your vision for for the future? Uh, we're gonna keep growing uh, and being making sure that we are the go-to technology for multi-location enterprise brands globally. Uh, growing, we're growing at the moment very industry-wide, so we grow in one industry at a time globally. Focus on that. So that's smart. hopefully, yeah. hopefully, we want to we want to be the best in the world at what we do. What has been the best growth tactic for gaining customers? Sales team, sales processes. We have quite okay size of the tickets per ticket size per customer. Okay. And that what we do needs some kind of educational sales as well. So there's no hack here or anything. It's just really, really focused on building great processes. I, I think the best thing we've done is to separate the uh, SDRs, sales managers, and then the, as soon as we close a deal, they leave it to customer success. So no one in sales sticks around with, you know, becoming a key account manager for or in any way. They focus on getting new brands in. I think that's the best tactic we have done to separate different parts, especially taking away the responsibility from, from a salesperson as soon as the deal is closed and giving it to customer success so that salesperson can go back and focus on getting new brands. That makes sense. Well, <laughs> haven't thought about that, but yeah, that's smart. I'd love to hear your backstory before uh, before starting. So how, f- from the beginning, <laughs> how you started your career? Uh, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was a musician for many years. I'm, I'm 47 years old now, so I've been around for a while. So I was a musician for a while, and then I went to uh, the university and took a psychology, the, uh, studied psychology for for four years and mm-hmm. then it was fun but then I went back to being an entrepreneur I started a few companies in my teenage years uh, first I started I started because I didn't know what the VAT was so I thought everything was 25% off but it wasn't I figured that out <laughs> by selling skateboard and snowboards which are my interests in life so did that for yes. a while so after studies I went back into marketing and started a few marketing agencies and a few other startups so I think it's like the 12th company I'm involved in now with Pinme2. Uh, so it's been different companies, uh, all, everyone in marketing or sales or technology in some way. Yeah. What's your best piece of, piece of advice for a founder? Don't listen too much to other people, especially not your investors. It's your company. Okay. Have you had some uh, bad experiences? Not bad experiences, but they, they're, they're not there every day to see what you do and what you want to achieve. They can come with good, you know, they can give some advice, Yeah. but only take them to heart if you feel that they are advice that you feel in your gut that they are, uh, you can use them. And I think one thing that people uh, don't expect too much from investors, because they're investors, you know, <laughs> so, some founders, I think that everything will be solved as soon as, soon as I get my seed investment, which is, every, that's the first time you really get demands. I think uh, be, be careful there uh, and and the other thing is everyone around you they are the most people are not entrepreneurs don't listen too much they're, okay. they're, they're not entrepreneurs for a reason they don't have the guts so 
don't listen too much for non-enter- to non-entrepreneurs. <laughs> they, okay. they pick the safe way in life. I understand what, you, what you're saying. Um, what did you make the change from uh, being a CEO to, to just a chairman? What What is the, the story? Uh, yeah, the story is that actually an, I met an old friend uh, that we have hadn't met for 15 years. He, he has built a different industry. He built a factory, sold that. So mm-hmm. he, he we had a few too many beers. And then he said, okay, maybe I should join you. And I thought maybe, okay, now we just talk, the beers are talking. But we talked the day after. <laughs> So he invested in the company uh, along with a few other investors in a round and then he became uh, the chairman of the company and then he quit his old job uh, and then he came up operational and we kind of co-CEO'd for for a few years. And then I just felt like, okay, he's much better fit for CEO in the scale-up phase than I am as more of a founder kind of uh, person. So. Now I'm, 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 we were still co-CEO, but I'm, I'm, I'm the CSO now, just to call me something. So I do a lot of strategic <laughs> yeah. things. I'm yeah. helping out where yeah. help's needed, pretty much. As I think a founder should, when you grow into like 100 people like we are now. Yeah, I, I find it amazing that you didn't have an ego to, to put up first and uh, say, no, this was my company. I have to say, uh, to stay CEO for... Uh, <laughs> until I sell it or something like that. So I think that that's a great mindset. You knew that he was uh, capable of scaling and you enjoyed more the process of founding it. And you, you said, okay, let's, let's do that because it's uh, best for the company, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Ego has, has no place in building companies. Yeah, um, I, I, I really appreciate you for, for making the choice. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. You're a, you're a great example. <laughs> um, I have uh, one last question. What's your favorite software apart from Pin Me Too? A software that you use uh, daily and you'd recommend to, to others? I have a really boring answer. It, it's the Google Suite, actually. <laughs> okay. I think because it's, that's, we use that every day, all the time. So I would say the Google Suite. And then we use Slack as well. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to tell us today on the podcast? No, no. I just want to wish you good luck and everyone listening, of course. Good luck in all your endeavors in life. Thank you so much for being here and uh, yeah, thank you uh, for sharing value (laughs) and the story. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah.